0: Welcome back to Be The Sought After Entrepreneur podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Thompson, and I'm excited as always to have you here with me. Last episode was a doozy, wasn't it? I shared a lot of information with you and I never want to leave you hanging. So I'm devoting the next three episodes to break down each and every pillar that we chatted about on the last episode. Those three pillars I believe all entrepreneurs need if they want to create that consistent income in their business, but they want to do it in a sustainable way. You know I'm not all profit-driven. Actually, money is not the driving force behind what I do. I'm more about making sure that you've built a sustainable business, one that you love and that sparks that creative joy within you. So before we jump into today's episode, I wanna invite you to rate and review the show. I never want this to be a one-way conversation. I'm all about cultivating relationships and connections with my community. So I'd be forever grateful to hear your thoughts and also give you a big shout out for doing it. Yes, each and every week, I'm picking one listener of the week, and I'm going to share your review with our audience. That could be you. In the meantime, stick around as I share with you the most powerful force you possess without you even saying a word. Yep. So if you're stuck on what to write, how to say it, you're going to want to tune in here and listen to what I have to say.
1: After generating over a million dollars in sales and selling one of her businesses with a single email, your host, Katherine Thompson, takes an unconventional approach to marketing and sales. So if you're ready to tap into a more powerful way to be seen, heard and a sought after entrepreneur in your industry without having to spend endless hours marketing your business and chasing clients, you're in the right place. Be the sought after entrepreneur podcast is here to help you ditch the cookie cutter one size fits all approach to marketing and use your unique energy to effortlessly attract the most aligned clients. When you do this, you can spend less time marketing your business and more time doing your soul work and enjoying the richness of your life. Welcome to Be the Sought After Entrepreneur Podcast. And here's your host, Katherine Thompson.
0: Hey, hey, friends, I'm so excited to kick this episode off and dive deeper into each pillar. If you missed the last episode, I highly recommend you listen to it because it will help make sense of this episode and the next two episodes as I break down the pillars. But to give you a tiny recap on episode number two, we discussed the three pillars all entrepreneurs need if they want to create consistent income in their business without the burnout, without the endless hours creating marketing content for social media, and without having to chase clients. Sounds like a dream, right? Well, I can't say I got it right the first go round, meaning the first business I own and operated by brick and mortar wasn't sustainable by a long shot. So I've lived and learned, and want to help you avoid the mistakes I made. After a lot of pausing, contemplation, cultivating deeper resiliency and mastering my energy, I've changed the way I run my online business, also changed the way I show up online and really what I buy into that's being put out there and pushed out there. And I'm a firm believer that if we don't embody our truth and ground ourselves in the unwavering trust we have in ourselves. It's going to make everything that we create, launch, sell, just feel really forced or difficult. Maybe you're already experiencing that right now where you've launched something and you don't really get the sales that you want or they didn't turn out the way that you expected or just the tactics that you're implementing in your business just feel very forced and not really aligned with who you are it's because our energy our aura is far more powerful than the sales copy you've crafted from a template or online course. It's way more powerful than this caption framework that you've downloaded. It's way more powerful than all the downloads that you might be trying to piece together, or following the five ingredients someone gave you to creating that irresistible offer. It's actually your aura that's radiating and attracting the things that are in energetic match for you. And I just want to clarify that because you're always attracting things into your sphere. You know, lots of times I hear people say, I want to be magnetic and I want to magnetically attract things. And you really are always attracting things into your life. You are magnetic, but it's magnetically attracting maybe the things you don't want in your life. Maybe it's attracting things the clients that you don't want, or the types of clients, or maybe it's attracting no sales at all, right? I mean, we are always energetically attracting it. And it's our aura that's actually doing that. So if you're coming from a needy place, or a place of like, I need to make money now in my business, or I've heard people say that, like, oh, it's my last ditch effort. This is the last time I'm trying this. If you're coming from that place, you're going to be attracting those things into your life your audience can feel that. So they're either not going to buy because they feel sort of that needy energy coming out. Or you're attracting people that have sort of that same vibrational frequency to you, which is very desperation, right? So their clients coming to you or customers coming to you that want you to fix them or fix the problem that they have, right? And for some people, maybe that's what they want. I just know that that's not the energy that I want to align with. I want to align with clients who feel empowered and who see possibility and have hope in what they're creating and who are really driven by creativity in a lot of ways who are resourceful, who are resilient, who sort of look at things in a very different way. And so I really changed the way I showed up in my online business to sort of start portraying that in my aura. And it really does all start with embodying your truth and how connected you are to your purpose. So the question is, and I want to kind of pose this question to you, is Are you in alignment with your truth? Do you feel connected to the work that you're doing? Or do you constantly feel like you're seeking, searching or chasing some hack, tip, trick? Maybe it's clients, you're seeking something outside of yourself, really hoping that it's going to give you the answer or the solution to the greatest desire. I know, these are deep questions that I'm asking. And it's not a quick fix or funnel hack that most marketing salespeople sell. Really most marketing professionals and I've done it too. I have an undergraduate in marketing, a masters in communications. I got my undergraduate in 2003, so I was trained in a very masculine, push, energy type style of marketing and for the longest time, I really didn't think I liked sales or marketing at all. I loved the creative side of it. I loved being able to come up with like really cool creative ad campaigns and stuff like that. That's what actually got me into marketing. Uh, To be honest, I went into university to be an accountant and I took one year of accounting and I just was like, I can't do this. It's not creative enough. It didn't spur that creativity within me. And marketing was very appealing, and mainly because it came from that creative side of creating ad campaigns or coming up with really cool copy and content. And it really allowed me to like dive deep into my own creative juices. But then when I got out, I realized that a lot of the jobs out on the market were like selling. And I just remember thinking, I can't do this because sales to me felt so masculine, it felt so pushed, it felt like you are always prospecting, you're always networking with the idea to prospect and it just felt very plucky like I'm gonna go out and pluck clients out of you know i mean wasn't really virtual at the time, it was two thousand and three you know a lot of e commerce stuff was just starting to hit hit the popularity, right? So it's just we weren't even trained in e commerce when I went to school for marketing at the time. And, and so I just felt very plucky. And so I steered away from sales. I was like, I can't, I can't do this, even though that was all that was on the market at the time. And it just, yeah, felt very pushy. So you know, it never really resonated or connected with me as who I was. And so these are very deep questions. When I say like, are you embodying your truth? And are you grounding yourself in your purpose? Because it's not that quick fix or funnel hack that most marketing people sell. Most professionals focus like on that masculine brain based approach that really our logical mind loves, right? If you think about it, give me the steps, give me the processes, I want to know for certain that this is going to work. And just let me apply it so that I can get the results as fast and quickly as possible. Can't disagree with that, right? Most people, most entrepreneurs, are driven in that way, we're driven with we want certainty, we want it now, and just give us the steps and answers, don't make me work for it. It comes from a lot of things, right? It comes from the fact that lots of people are operating from a state of burnout, they're burnt out, they're not seeing the success they want, they're frustrated, they're probably not living their purpose. And so that's helping them be burned out even more, right? Burnout just doesn't come from doing more work, it can come from doing the wrong type of work. And so getting really clear on that if you're feeling this sense of burnout is it because you're trying to push too hard and work 16 18 20 hours a day for long extended periods of time or are you working at something that just doesn't light you up right and so it's oftentimes just i don't have the time to think about this just give me the steps give me the process i want to know that this works and i get it we've been hardwired from an early age to function from our brains tune out our emotions, or at least the ones we classify as bad, frustrating, anger, don't cry, right? Don't show those bad emotions because it makes people feel uncomfortable. And we've been told forever to forget our intuition altogether, right? Forget it. I mean, think of how polarizing the idea of spirituality and religion is. I don't want to go down this pipeline too much. But many people believe in what they can't prove or see spirituality, religion, right? Most people can't there's no proof. It's just having faith. But there's a lot of people that don't who are really much like show me the proof. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in this something bigger than ourselves because I can't see it. I can't touch it. I can't feel it. We teach people how to market their business from this perspective, the perspective that I've got this proven method, proven approach, proven system that if you just follow step by step, you're going to experience the same success as me. You know what I'm talking about? Because you've seen this all over the place. And that's how marketing tends to portray themselves. That's the style of marketing that is out there. Nobody's teaching any other style of marketing. It's very brain based. It's very one, two, three steps. You've seen it. The seven steps to writing better copy that sells. 365 Instagram captions that sell. 55 subject line templates that get opened you've seen it all online. And I know you have and you've probably downloaded them too. And you're probably trying to piece together these proven processes. I mean, who wouldn't if they thought it would make their business easier, if it would actually give them the things that they want, which is the more sales, the more clients, all the success that people perceive is what they want, right. But I truly believe and this is probably why I had an issue with marketing and sales when I graduated is I really believe that it's capitalizing on people wanting a quick fix. But even more importantly, I believe it doesn't help people trust in themselves to make decisions for their business that are actually aligned with who they are. So they try on all these different hats, these different strategies, and nothing seems to work, or feels forced, or they never really get the results that they want. They might get a client here and a client there, but they're still living that sort of feast and famine lifestyle. And they just can't figure out why it's not working. And it also creates an environment where people just want to be given the answers versus getting creative to find them. Right. And for most entrepreneurs, I know this for certain or at least the ones that come into my sphere. We're all creative. We're all creative beings. We love to create we love to be in our creative power and our force. But we're likely operating from a place of burnout. And so we just want to be given the answers as quickly as possible because we're at a state of desperation, a frantic, panicked, like I need this thing to work. And I believe this leads people to quitting after one rejection or failed attempt. It leads to people complaining about not having enough engagement or people attending their lives. Instead of cultivating that environment where people get creative and see the possibilities that are available to them, again, as entrepreneurs, we are creative forces, we are innovators, right? And I feel like that in the marketing space and selling these proven processes has really helped wiped that out of people, right? We're looking for like, again, the quick fix that escape. And so this is so much bigger than business. And I know in the first episode, I mentioned that like my purpose is so much bigger than just, you know, helping entrepreneurs amplify their voice, get their message out and really create change in the world. Because I believe that with the work that I do, it's going to create a massive ripple effect in your life, and the way you show up day to day, or at least that is my hope, that's my vision, that's my dream is that this starts to ripple out into other areas of your life where you feel more at peace and more at home in who you are. So you might be wondering why? Why don't the brain based approaches work that well? Or why do they work sometimes and then flop? The reason is because 93% of communication is nonverbal, meaning the logical brain based approaches really only cover 7% of what actually attracts people, which is your aura and energy. So your aura and your energy is 93% of what is speaking volumes to your audience. And people don't teach this because it's not the quick fix, which people want and buy into. It's not what the logical mind likes, because it doesn't offer certainty the certainty that if you buy into my proven strategy approach or method, you'll get the thing you want, i.e. more clients, six figure business, seven figure business, whatever that big dream hope and desire is more freedom to travel, or spend more time with your spouse or retire your spouse or not be able to go to your kids school play whatever that big dream or hope is for you. That's the certainty that people want. If I try this method, if I try this launch style, if I sell this product in this way, will I be guaranteed that it's going to work? So people sell this proven process. The logical mind loves that. It loves certainty. So for entrepreneurs, it's more clients, consistent cash flow, more sales, more eyeballs on your stuff, more engagement, more likes, more views. And really the underlying piece of it is you know, freedom, freedom to have this business, financial freedom, whatever it is for you. That's what you're looking for. Your logical mind wants the certainty. The only problem is that it ends up costing people a lot of money, because they keep plugging the holes with another strategy, template or script. And if you're the lucky ones, it works for a bit. But then after a while, it doesn't or something doesn't seem to work. But for most people, it never really quite gets off the ground. Right? You might launch once and it you get a couple clients, but then you launch again, and it doesn't really work Or you. You're selling some products, but you're not selling enough to actually make a profit, let alone pay yourself. But here's the thing. All successful entrepreneurs who've experienced quantum leaps in their business that are literally unexplainable, happen because they aligned energetically with their truth, and they started embodying it. It's not mindset work. Again, that's focusing on fixing your brain taking some type of action like meditating, journaling, hypnosis, or some other technique that will try to fix your mind. Maybe it's saying affirmations, right? If you've tried all the affirmations, and you've created the vision board, and nothing seems to work, it's because you're trying to fix your mind. And what I'm talking about is tuning into your body, everything below your neck, basically, it's there in your body that your emotions, your intuition, your heart centered energy, which is love, and your core reside. It's here that calibrates your energetic frequency. And it's here that is neglected by most entrepreneurs. Because we spend so much time trying to make sense of things, trying to figure things out in our brain. I love Marie Folio. I think she's a powerful, badass leader, but she wrote a book about, you know, everything is figure outable, And I find that so misleading, because there are some things that are just not meant to be figured out. And our brain, it seeks that certainty and brain clarity, when in reality, it's the awareness in our body that actually has the answers. It's this inner guidance and alignment that actually is the thing that speaks volumes. And it's this energy that infuses each and every word you speak or write. It's this energy that is felt by your audience before you ever even open your mouth. Have you ever met someone or chatted with someone and while they were saying, all of the right things, had the most perfect words, something felt off or not quite in resonance with you, and you just couldn't put your finger on it, but you just knew something just didn't sit right with you. You don't feel that in your brain. I want you to think back to that moment where you had that. It starts usually in your gut or tension across your chest. This triggers your brain then to question it. And for most people, our brain talks us out of whatever we're we're feeling because we might come across as crazy or weird. It's that inner knowing or body response that knows best. And it's the first thing that usually indicates whether we're on the right path or we're not on the right path. So how does this appear in business? That's a question I get so much, I get asked so much from people is like, okay, Catherine, that makes sense. I get it in theory. You know, people talk about this all the time. They talk about, you know, feeling into your body, feeling your emotions. But what is that actually really telling me? Well, for me, and, and I really can only speak from my own perspective and my own examples or examples that people have shared with me, because it is so objective to each person, depending on who you are and how you're designed and what your makeup is and, and what not. You might feel it in different places. You might respond in different places and you might be triggered in different places. Right. And so for me, it's happened when I've had mentors tell me I need to do all this outreach on social media, like searching commonly used hashtags in my niche and then engaging on people's profiles that use them as a way to get visible by prospective clients or cold DMing or DMing my ideal audience and starting a conversation with them to form connections, which feels very devoid of any genuine intention right? None of these ever felt good in my body. And every time I, I tried them, or I tried to implement them, or I wanted to be that good student, again, we're so conditioned to be the good student, follow the leader, just listen, you know, follow the path, and you'll achieve the success that you want. Every time I was fighting that, and I could feel myself fighting it. There was this part of me that was like, am I scared? Is it? fear that's like triggering this? And do I need to work through some type of fear, right? Am I fearful of the rejection or ghosting or people blocking me? And the more I got curious about that, and the more I started to tune into my body, and it wasn't because none of these felt good in my body, because it's an initiating energy, which is totally out of alignment for me and really is out of alignment for about 70 plus people. Well, even more than that, actually, only about 8%, 9% of our population is meant to initiate really anything in life. My energy isn't aligned with seeking, initiating and chasing clients. In fact, none of these really ever felt good in my body because it's comes from an initiating energy. And it never really felt genuine to me to like prospect or pluck, as I mentioned, the marketing sales world when I first graduated just felt so icky to me. And it's probably the reason why majority of people feel icky with sales in general, because it's so out of alignment or design with who they are. So about 8%, 9% of the population is really designed to initiate, whereas the rest of us are not. We're actually supposed to lean back and wait to be either, either invited or to respond, right? So all of these tactics, sales tactics that are like, Go out and do this, and prospect and lead gen and find clients and pluck people out of the interwebs or the world or whatever is a very initiating energy, right? It's a very forceful, sort of pushful energy. And majority of us are not designed to operate like that in life and or business. And yet, it's all we teach when it comes to sales, marketing, and business. It's a very masculine-driven approach. It's basically how you know the world operates in business in general and I feel it in the pit of my stomach or sacral, right? So I can feel it almost in my gut. And it can be as a very, very loud, like, no way I'm not doing that. Like almost visceral, I can feel it in my entire body when I'm reading it, when I'm hearing it, like audio, right when I hear people's voice. Or it can be as subtle as a meh. Like, I'm not really that interested. I'm not buying into that. Like, that's not what I want. And for me, it's that Instant spark of heck yes, I want to do this, where I feel it so much in my body. That's a yes for me, is when I'm like, heck yes, I want this, right? And I can feel it and I move quickly to do it. But the thing is, I wasn't always attuned to this. Just remember, right? When we live out of alignment for so long, we sort of tune out what our body is actually saying, we disconnect from what our body is saying. So it actually took me pausing and getting silent for me to really start hearing that inner knowing. And really start to embody that, right? To really kind of tune in. And I can feel like, again, this is not a linear process where, like, okay, once you embody your truth, you're just gonna be on this path and life is gonna be grand. It's not gonna be like that. You're gonna walk off the path and you're gonna, you know, maybe start operating in a place from burnout again, or you're gonna agree to things that you know in your heart you shouldn't have done, right? So there are times where I've gone back and forth or I've swayed off path and, and, that's why I really want you to have sort of grace with this. It really is about a lifestyle and embodying it. And then when you feel yourself kind of veering off path and not following that truth anymore, it's like, how can I bring myself back to it, right? So if you are in a really state of burnout at this moment, and you're just feeling exhausted, you likely aren't going to hear the cues that are guiding you in the way that, that you should go. And it really is about getting out of that healing that burnout more than anything in order for you to really actually tune in and listen. So my advice to you is if you are at a place of burnout right now, the first step would be to really kind of create the space, spaciousness uh, to do that. And that can be really, really scary. The most recent example where I fell off my path of really tuning into that inner trust and truth was when I went to relaunch messaging that sells my signature program last fall. And it's a program that I'm currently tweaking and getting ready to relaunch this fall. But the long story short is I was in the midst of selling our brick and mortar. I had, you know, COVID hit last April, well, March here for us. And we went into lockdown and our brick and mortar closed. And lots of people said, you'll never sell your business now and all of that sort of stuff. And I listed it, emailed our customer base, you know, you know that it ended up selling. But I was in the midst of trying to still facilitate the sale of a business, try to run a business like, you know, keep product going and moving, moving everything online. I was exhausted by our middle of August when we actually transferred and then I stayed on for another month and a half helping the new owners. But I felt this urge to like plan this relaunch for the end of September. And I knew in my body that I was just like craving rest. And Craig and I had planned a trip out West to visit his family and take this West Coast trip. And I remember as I was gearing up for the launch, I was just craving rest and everything felt tough. The ads weren't really performing. I just didn't feel in flow with my integrator. Like I just couldn't figure out why this felt so heavy. Although I knew I was just trying to force something that I knew I shouldn't have. My body was craving rest. And so... And I remember walking into my best friend's backyard and she was like, how's the launch? Because the two launches prior to that sold out and did amazing. And I just kind of looked at her and I said, it's okay. Like I've got a lot of really great people in it and they're engaged and that's awesome. But you know, the truth is, I just really want a break. And I really want to go to the West Coast and not have to think about hosting group coaching calls and getting the portal ready and doing all the things. And instantly she said, shut up don't say anything, because she knows that the minute I speak my truth, usually it happens in some way, shape or form. And I went through the whole launch, long story short, in that is that I landed two amazing high ticket one to one clients from it, but nobody bought the group coaching program. And the best part about it was, is I was able to enjoy my West Coast trip, and I was able to start my one to one clients when I got home. And so it was just such a refreshing, you know, sometimes things don't work out the way that you want. The universe has a really funny way of giving you exactly what you need even though, you know, I had this goal. I'm gonna set this goal for this launch, but I was working against the grain so 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 much and it was a really good indication that I had kind of stepped off that path of truth. And so, you know, it's it's really about forgiving yourself or giving yourself the grace when you do go off the path because it's bound to happen. Like I said, it's not um, a linear path by, by any stretch, right? So if you've tried all the things or what seems like it anyways, like the downloads, the strategies, maybe you've taken a ton of courses and nothing really feels like it's clicking, things feel forced, the tactics you're trying to employ feel forced, the launches feel forced, whatever your business model is, maybe feels forced, and you're not really attracting those consistent clients in your business. Maybe you lay awake at night, just thinking like, where's this next client going to come from, you wonder how you might pay their rent, you might be thinking like, I can't keep operating this way, Um, local business I'm working with right now. I mean, they were on that verge, they were starting to question whether or not they should close, and they were hit hard with COVID. And they just didn't couldn't see themselves operating this way anymore. It just felt very hard. And there wasn't the sales to kind of back up or justify sort of what they were doing, right. And they were tired. And a lot of entrepreneurs, I'm, I'm sensing a collective feel of like, just being really tired, you're putting a heart and soul into your business and it's your work. And you really know that this work has the potential to change lives or impact lives in a way that you want. And And you're following that purpose, but it's still not working. And if this sounds like you in any way, I'm almost guaranteed there's something energetically off. And it might not be the work that you're doing, it could be the way in which you're doing the work, right? So you might be so grounded in your purpose and connected to your purpose in that way. But maybe the way in which you're employing it, or the way your business model is set up, isn't in alignment with who you are, right? So there's so many different elements to figuring out what actually really works. And sometimes it's just giving yourself the patience. Like, from October till now, I've worked very intimately now, which is almost eight months later, I've worked really intimately with one to one clients. And I was really selective about the work that I took on because I was coming off a very long stretch of burnout, right? And that takes time to heal and reconnect with your body reconnect with what you desire, reconnect with like, what is the purpose? You've heard my story, if you've listened to the other episodes. And if you haven't, I really started my business because I wanted to escape corporate, which is again, what most people live their lives by trying to escape the things that they don't want. And I wasn't really grounded in a really solid purpose. And that's why I'm so grateful I waited the two years to launch this because I know that this is the right time to do it. Had I launched it 2 years ago it would, would have looked way different. I could have pushed and forced it, uh, but I didn't want to. I wanted to wait for that inner knowing of like, okay, this is the time to unleash and to do this. And lots of people that I, that are in my sphere were asking for more of my story, to share more of what I know and what I've learned, and this feels like and felt like the most authentic way I could do that. And that was just speaking and sharing in a deeper capacity than I had been online in the online space. So like I said, if this if this sounds like you where you're feeling things are feeling very forced, you're likely off energetically to some capacity. And I know that feeling all too well, because the brick and mortar was probably the most misaligned decision I ever made. And for four years, I paid for it. For four years, everything felt hard and forced. Nothing felt like it clicked. We sold a lot of products. But as I mentioned before, sales isn't the only indicator of inner success. Well, it isn't the indicator of inner success, fulfillment, freedom, and peace, right? And I feel like that those are all the things that reflect and attract what you want if it's that needy, pushy, forceful, desperate energy, you're likely attracting the things you don't want, creating resistance, not creating the space to receive, right? If you're operating from a place of burnout, you're operating from a place of desperation, you're really actually not creating the space to receive. And I remember at one point in our brick and mortar, two years in, I started my online business. And I remember thinking like, oh, The online business is like an exit strategy, right? I was really good at making exit strategies and escaping my reality. And I did it in corporate, you know, I'd go to a new job, or I do a new thing. And it was just escape, escape, jump, jump, jump. And so I started this online business creatively owned, and it was totally an escape strategy. And I was so frustrated for the first year of it, like, why isn't it seeing the same success as my brick and mortar, like, I wanted all of a sudden it to just blow up in the first year, first 12 months and it and it didn't obviously but i truly believe like i didn't have the capacity to even hold space for people as a service provider someone who's coaching and mentoring on all of the things embodiment and messaging and business and leadership and resiliency and all of that how could i hold that space for people i was operating with no fumes and so it took me creating the space which was selling the brick and mortar my online business to really accelerate and accelerate in sort of like that effortless way in a way that felt feels really good to me. So if you're tired of chasing, seeking, forcing sales, or you seem to keep attracting the same types of clients that aren't aligned with you, that you know that you can help because you have the skills and the experience, but just don't really resonate with you, it's really starting to tune into your truth Embodying at a core level, not just conceptualizing it in your brain where you're taking in, right? I talk about theory, right? We learn a lot of theory in university and academia and school, but how well can you apply it, right? How well can you actually apply it? And I talk about that at embodying it, right? You can read all the self help books, you can take on all the affirmations, you can do all of the journaling and meditation, but if you're actually not integrating it into like your core level, it's not going to change your aura, you're just consuming energy in that brain and the brain's just taking it in. It's like, that's awesome. But if you're not actually living it and breathing it, that's why that integrity is so so key. It really is the foundation to embodying and living your truth. Because the thing is, is your aura speaks. And it speaks so freaking loudly. It speaks before you open your mouth. It speaks when you walk into a room, it speaks when you show up live on your stories. It speaks and people feel that at every energetic level. And if you're operating in low vibration, they're going to feel it. If you're operating in that needy pushy energy, you better believe it. They're going to they're going to feel it. So. I've talked a lot about your aura. I've talked a lot about the embodiment I've given you lots of examples about how this looks for me in my life, because hopefully maybe it resonates with you or it sparks or unlocks something within you that's like, huh, I'm doing the same thing or not. But really, it does start with that energy and, and unlocking and tuning into that because, you know, you can plug and play all the templates you want. But if your energy, if you're not in the right energy, you're not going to attune to the the right people and call them into your sphere. So on the next episode, I'm going to share why when your aura isn't attuned to what you want, our messaging ends up becoming a magnetic match for the very thing we don't want, right? So remember, I said, you're still magnetic. You're not just magnetic in a positive way, even though everybody wants to just look at that positive side, right? Like I'm magnetic, I'm going to attract all these positive things, but You're magnetic just because you're around. You're an energetic being and you're magnetically attracting things into your space all the time. And so if your aura isn't attuned to actually what you want, you're going to keep attracting the things that you don't want. And it's going to come out in your messaging. It's going to come out in your content, your emails and all the words you write and all the words you say. So I want you to tune into that episode. It's going to be awesome. I love talking about how powerful our aura is in attracting what we want maybe what we don't want into our life and business. And on episode number four, I'm going to build off of this pillar to share with you how to amplify your authentic voice to become a leading authority in your industry. Now, please don't forget to subscribe to the show. So you don't miss the new episodes we're going to be dropping each week on Tuesday. Cheers.
1: Thanks for listening. We'll see you right back here next time. You can also find us on social media at creativelyowned and online at creativelyowned.com. Until next time, keep showing up as your authentic self.